from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Uh. Check it out now. Uh. No doubt now. Uh. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good Monday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Slink, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's Gil Alexander. And of course, the star of guessing lines on a weekly basis, my Mishbucha, Chrissy Andrews, from here at the South Point Hotel Casino Sportsbook, and Jeff Parlay as well. Uh, if you are new to the show, guessing lines, tribute to the old Stardust show of the same ilk where uh try to guess what the lines will be in the upcoming week in the nfl including thanksgiving day games we are at thanksgiving in week 12 and then chrissy tells us what he's going to post after the show how was your day yesterday man yesterday was good uh i saw a lot of guys uh bragged about a great day guys and bookmakers we we didn't have a great day it was very good uh, we had one customer in particular kind of beat the hell out of us. He had a monster bet on the Vikings yesterday. So a lot of guys are bragging about how that was their best game of the day. That was our worst game of the day. Because of one dude. Because of one dude. And he came back and bet the Packers at halftime, too. And he's a big customer. He's probably listening right now. He's a, he's a great guy. I, I enjoy talking to him and everything else. Uh, you know, Put him up in a suite over the weekend. I mean, he, he's he's a very big player and a really good handicapper. Um, but he got us on that Green Bay game for sure, and uh, we didn't do as well as others. Yet. But conversely, we had some, besides him, we had some other really big players in on Saturday. So I think our Saturday was probably better than most, and Sunday probably not quite as good as most. Yeah, interesting. We have a lot to talk about with college football tomorrow, that's for sure, on the show. Good Lord, Saturday was crazy. 
Um, but this is what we do here each and every week. We'll go over every game that happened yesterday uh, in week 11, all the, uh, the gruesome details. And again, the whole point of this to try to extract value when betting this coming week's games. Now, at the end of last week's guessing lines, I actually said I don't like anything. By the time that the Megapod rolled around on Thursday, and by the way, there will be a Megapod hopefully tomorrow for this week with the uh, three games on Thanksgiving. We'll do the Megapod early tomorrow. But by the time the Megapod rolled around, I loved the Texans, I loved Washington, and I loved the Giants. It was the poo-poo platter of picks. So, so far, two out of three. We'll see how that goes tonight. Giants and Buccaneers tonight. Buccaneers, again, double-digit favorites in that one. But let's begin with the Thanksgiving Day games, Jeffrey, because we got a lot, of get, uh, a lot to get to here. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Thanksgiving early game. We start with the great NFC North matchup between... The Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions. <laughs> as, it, as it was written in stone, <laughs> Detroit must play on Thanksgiving. So Chicago yesterday, Chicago drops a 3-7. and seven. They lose to Baltimore in a game where Lamar Jackson, before the game, is like, I, I can't go. I'm inactive. I'm sick. Very questionable immune system for young Lamar Jackson. So that, that line drops. Some of us then went ahead and bet the Ravens. And although we end up winning that, I can sort of say very, very honestly, probably shouldn't have bet that game at all in the end. Could have gone either way. Total plinko. But Justin Fields started that game 3 of 9 for 57 in the first half. He had three carries for 17 yards. He lost a fumble. That's all in the first half. He finished 4 of 11 for 79. No touchdowns, no picks. Sacked twice. Four carries, 23 yards, and that fumble loss. Because then in the third quarter, he had to leave rib injury. And then Andy Dalton came in and made a game of this. He finished 11 of 23 for 201, two touchdowns, no picks, sacked once. Uh, Mooney, 5 for 121 and a touchdown. Goodwin, 4 for 104 and a touchdown. But, uh, you know, again, trying to note the fourth downs. Fourth and one at the Chicago 49, 12 30 left in the fourth quarter, up 7 to 6. The Bears go for it and are stuffed. But that led to a Huntley interception, so no harm, no foul. Now, here's the big one. Fourth and one at the Chicago six, uh, 46, 242 left. They're down 9 to 7. Uh, they've got two timeouts and the two-minute warning left. They decide, you know what, we're going to go for it. They convert. That led to a 49-yard touchdown pass from Dalton to Goodwin four plays later on a fourth and 11 at the Baltimore 49 with 148 left. All of a sudden, it was 13-9. and nine. You're like, I cannot believe that just happened. Six plays later, Baltimore scores 16-13 ballgame. <laughs> uh, Bears end up with 14 total first downs. They were 2 of 11 on third down. They were 2 of, uh, two of 3 on fourth. They outgained Baltimore, 353 to 299, but they had a disadvantaged time of possession of 3850 to 2110. Chicago's just not a very good football team. Baltimore beats them without Lamar Jackson. And then there's Detroit. Detroit's 0-9-1. More, more on the Detroit-Cleveland game a little later with Cleveland. But suffice it to say, Detroit, fourth time in franchise history that they're winless through 10 games. They lose 13-10 to to Cleveland. They did cover, though, once again. Uh, the last Lions starting quarterback to win a game not named Matthew Stafford. Any guess? Ooh. No, I don't have a Jeffrey, guess. Jeffrey, last little trivia to start things off. Last Lion quarterback not named Matthew How about Stafford. Greg Landry. <laughs> I was, Bobby, I, I, Bobby you, Lane. You, you beat me. I was going to say John Kidna, but uh, <laughs> Blau didn't win one, correct? Correct. Oh, boy. Uh, Sean Hill. Oh, bingo, wow. bango, Jeffrey nice Parlay. Sean Hill, 2011, University of Maryland. Nine straight games with 19 points or fewer for the Lions. Boyle yesterday. That's Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle. 15 of 23 for 77 yards. 77, Grizzly. No touchdowns, two picks, 
wasn't sacked. DeAndre Swift, 14 for 136 in a touchdown, but that's about it. They had 12 first downs in the whole game, 3 of 11 on third down, 245 total yards, only 77, as I mentioned, passing. So Chicago and Detroit, both coming off really like subpar performances, but that's you know sort of the norm for Detroit. I'll say Chicago minus 4.5 Thursday mornings. Uh, it's pretty much 3.5. Uh, my power ratings come to 2. Um I really, even when I'm writing it down, the two is definitely a one-way number. It has to go higher than that. So it's three and a half. Yeah, I'm going to open the three and a half. Um, I don't want to mess with this one too much, especially with the Thanksgiving and all that. But uh, Dan, what's his name? Boyle? Tim, Tim Boyle. Boyle. 6.7 was his QBA, uh, QBR. Uh, you know, and, and I have a feeling Campbell was just dying to put somebody in there besides Goff, you know, and uh, this didn't work out very didn't well. Work, <laughs> didn't work out. <laughs> Turns out guess, Goff might be the better option. I, Goff, I think, is the better option. Uh, I think three and a half is okay, but it's funny, um, you know, as this line just absolutely tanked yesterday, the Bears game. Yes. Uh, you know, we just kept moving with our business, and I, we actually wound up okay on the game, even though it kind of fell in the middle. Um, we didn't take it off the parlay cards or anything like that, and I just kept saying – Fellas, let's not forget, they're playing the Bears. Well, the Bears, you know, Khalil Mack is done for the year. They didn't have Akeem Nix. And so I figured as the line went down, I'm like, Baltimore's still the better football team. Yeah, I ended up but lucky on both the first half and the full game. So I can't really take credit. Yeah, but how many games are luck in this league? Every one of them. Yeah, quite a few. Okay, maybe not everyone. 80% 80% of them. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of them are a lot of luck. And, I, you know, the Bears, you know, going into yesterday, we're still kind of in the playoff hunt, you know, believe it or not. Yeah. But uh, now I would say they're, they're safely out of it. I'm surprised that line's as low. You said three and a half is what it yeah. is? Yeah. I'm surprised it's that low. You know, let me just relate a little something about Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I've always loved Thanksgiving, family get together. I love eating the turkey and the mashed potatoes. From a bookmaker standpoint, it's horrible. We lose that first game every year because we always need Detroit. <laughs> and we lose that second game every year because we always need to beat Dallas. <laughs> so I go into the night game. Well, we've only had the night game for what, the last six years, I think, something like that, praying for something to pull me out. But, uh, you know. Does it end up being more handled because you have the three standalone? Oh, yeah. 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 Huge. huge this, week, this week is going to be yeah. monster handle. Monster. Because starting Thursday, then a, you have – the pros, obviously, a pretty good college schedule. And then you get into Friday, a great oh, yeah. college schedule. Saturday, you know, rivalries and all that. And then you get Sunday, Monday. I mean, it's going to be a hell of a week. Bears better off with Dalton or Fields? Okay, yeah, I meant to tell you. So the QBR for uh, Dalton, pretty good, 49.0. Fields, 9.8. Yeah, I mean. So a little better than Boyle, but not that much. He completed four passes. Yeah, I mean. Lost a fumble. Now, I was. <laughs> Not that I loved Andy Dalton, but I always thought he got a little bit of a bad rap. He, He's he a little did. better than the perception. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Next. All right. Las Vegas and Dallas. All right. I don't know how much we're going to get through this before the break, but Vegas has now lost three in a row. They've only scored 43 points over that span. They were down 22-13 to 13 with 451 left yesterday. It was second and three at their own 25. A horrible Derek Carr interception. Two plays later, it was 29-13. to 13. He uh, fumbled later. And it was Katie Barr at the door. It was a close game for most of it until that. Carr ended up 19 of 27 for 215, one touchdown, one pick, sacked twice. Didn't complete a pass to a wide receiver in the second quarter. Waller showed up, though, seven catches for 116. But again, in the theme, the Raiders, the whole game, they only had 13 first downs. They were one of seven on third downs. That's three teams in a row now that have just had just 
anemic offensive outputs. They were out time of possession, if you will, by Cincinnati yesterday in that loss to the Bengals. 37-20 to 22-40. And then there's Dallas. Oh, boy. Dallas yesterday, let's just establish this because I got a lot to say about the Kansas City Chiefs game. But there was no Amari Cooper. There was no Tyron Smith. And for most of the game yesterday, no C.D. Lamb for for Dallas. Mm -hmm. Uh, They didn't end up scoring a single touchdown. It's the first game this season without multiple touchdowns. And there was many. T- there was a couple times. There's a Micah Parsons um, strip sack of Mahomes. There was a uh, there was a, another pick later by J. Ron Curse, where you thought Dallas might be able to get in this game. Never happened. Never happened. And we'll get to Kansas City later. But let me just say the refs really helped out the Chiefs with about four different no calls in that game. Prescott ends up 28 to 43 for 216. No touchdowns, two picks, sacked five times, only 276 total yards, and three turnovers for Dallas in their loss to the Chiefs yesterday. Was that 19-9 to was the final of that game yesterday? By the way, Bengals beat yeah. the Raiders 32-13 to in the end. I'll say Dallas by 7 over the Raiders. Uh, you're pretty much right. It is 7, but I see a lot of 7 with juice. I do see one. I see like two 7 flats, but mostly 7 with juice, 7.5 juice on the dog. Uh, I'm going to open the 7.5. You know, I don't want to go into this game. <laughs> I'm going to probably need to beat Dallas again. But let's uh, start with 7.5 and, and go from there. Dak Prescott, by the way, uh, 10.0 was his QBR, yeah. so pretty dismal. But he didn't have much help on the outside. You know, Cooper, he said, and, well, who missed the game. And this is another thing I saw some people talking about. There was no Cooper, but there was late in the week, so they didn't have time to have a game plan without Cooper. They may not have Cooper or Lamb this week. I mean, that's something to, to monitor here on this game, and that has huge survivor implications at Circa for sure. We'll come back. We'll do the third Thanksgiving game and more Guessing Lines, Week 12, National Football League, Numbers Game, Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Guessing lines for Week 12. Gil Alexander, Chrissy Andrews, numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. We get tweets at beating the book. This is Norman Vegas. Talk about great uh, oh, yeah. moments in uh, gambling history. These everybody's got a, a story about whatever they're betting. Norman Vegas last night had a bet, no score. First six minutes thirty seconds. Steelers Chargers. So the bet was no score. First six minutes thirty seconds. Zero zero with clock stopped. Six twenty seven in. Steelers line up to kick a field goal. Clock stops at 6.31 after the successful field goal. Bet is a winner. Congratulations to you. <laughs> that stuff never happens for me. No. Never. No. And, I, you know, just to back up a second, I'm looking at this Dallas injury report really bad. Yeah. That's really the, bad. That's the thing about this game. I you think really- I am going to open seven now that I see this injury report and let them take me from there. They'll probably bet me on Dallas, but – Wow, I'm looking at this injury report. You know, Amari Cooper, he's out. Um, you know, just a bunch of guys. Randy Gregory, uh, Ezekiel Elliott is questionable. C.D. Lamb is questionable. You know, so I'm going to open seven. Change my number from seven and a half to seven. Yeah, so yesterday at Circus Survivor, 38 got knocked out with the Titans. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 38 got knocked out with the Titans and one stray Panthers. So 39 total. So that's over you know, 22% of the remaining. So it goes from 173 to 144 pending Tampa Bay tonight, which, uh, you know, 22 people are on tonight. So what's that? That's, uh, yeah, so one, what did I say? Uh, one, 144 left currently. No, 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 pardon me. 134 left currently. Uh, and so the Dallas thing, which a lot of people have been saving, now you have these injuries, not yeah. so easy anymore. Well, what's your other choices? We're going to get to the next one. That ain't no bargain either, by the way. Thursday's one thing. 
when we get to Sunday, God help us. God help anybody left in Survivor, that's for sure. Jeff, third game is? Well, Sunday's going to be awesome if you survive to survive. Yes. Uh, just, just throwing that out there. Carnage. Well, the Buffalo Bills at the New Orleans Saints. Okay, so when Buffalo lost to Jacksonville, and some of us had Buffalo in Survivor, speaking of Survivor, I said it right then. This team is a fraud. This team is just a stone-cold fraud, and they have proven it every week that they, they just are. And they get crushed by Indianapolis yesterday, 41-15. Uh, 41-15. to 15. 41 to 15. The Bills called a grand total of eight runs for its running backs in this entire football game. Josh Allen, 21 of 35 for 209, two touchdowns, two picks. He was sacked once. His only target of, of any repute there was Knox, 6 of 80. But they were minus four in turnovers, right? Minus four in turnovers for a team that went into the game leading the NFL with a plus 14 turnover margin. And that's, again, why we stress when we talked about how the Niners had really bad fumble luck. These are the things that our eyes don't register on a week-to-week basis, but analytics do. If you're plus 14 in turnovers, chances are you're going to win your share of football games. If you go minus four in a game, chances are you're not going to win, and you're going to get blasted. They allowed, the Bills did, five touchdowns and two field goals on the nine Colts possessions in this game. So seven of the nine times the Colts had the ball, they scored, five of which were touchdowns. And again, time of possession, 37-47 to 22-13. They gave up 264 rushing yards to Indianapolis. Wentz only threw for 106 against them, didn't have to. Uh, Down 7-0, this is kind of where the game went, you know, from the beginning. They were down 7-0, Allen threw a pick. In the first quarter, that led to a 14-0 Indianapolis lead five plays later. But it was 17-7 to in the second quarter. The game was still sort of in the balance. And then Isaiah McKenzie fumbles untouched uh, after a uh, Colts field goal and on the, ensuing, uh, on the ensuing kickoff return. And then basically the, the Colts got the ball at the two-yard line before you knew it was 24-7. to And that was kind of ball game right there. The route was on. And then there's New Orleans. New Orleans with Trevor Simeon at quarterback. Jeff, we tried to warn you. <laughs> I said all the week, I was like, you don't think Philly could win this game by 10 points? Yeah, the Saints and teasers. Simeon, 22 of 40, but much of this was a garbage time, right? 22 of 40 for 214, three touchdowns, two picks, wasn't sacked, two carries for 16 yards and a touchdown. In the Saints, 40 to 29, 40 to 29 loss to the Eagles, which a game that was not nearly that close. It was 33 to 7 after the third quarter. Saints were minus two in turnovers. Ingram, 16 for 88, but a fumble lost on the ground. Six catches for 25 yards, but a fumble lost catching the ball after a reception. And the Saints gave up 242 rushing yards to Philly, who had been giving up, the Saints had been, giving up only 73 yards a game on the ground. 242. So both these teams, Buffalo and New Orleans, giving up massive totals on the ground. Buffalo, 264 to Indianapolis. New Orleans, 242 to Philly. Buffalo will only be a three-point favorite in this game, I would assume. Okay, first bingo. I like your number better. It's four and four and a half. But four and a half almost everywhere. I see a couple of fours. I'm an open four. I'm going to be on the low end of this. Uh, and I've, I've said before, though, I cannot figure out this Saints team. You know, as we got closer to game time, I really did start like in Philly, though. We're starting to figure out the Saints, aren't I'm, we? Yeah. I'm starting to figure out Philly a little yeah. bit, too. We'll get to that. Because uh, I said I didn't, I couldn't figure out either one of those teams. That was the one I, game I wanted to stay away from. But I think Philly, there's some things there that I'm really starting to like. Well, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, Buffalo, they've beaten one legitimate team all year. Here's, they beat Kansas City. Here's who they've beaten: yeah, go Mi- ahead. Miami, Washington, yeah. Houston, 
Kansas City, when Kansas City was playing its poorest, Miami, and the Jets. Yeah. They, that has fraud written all over. Fraudulent. What they're six and four now. Yeah, they're now not in first place in their division. You know what I was Which thinking? I'm sure we're going to get to that too. You know what I was thinking on the in the car on the way over here, and then Jeff. I didn't tell this to Jeff. Jeff says to me before he goes, "I wonder what the odds are in Buffalo missing the playoffs." Ooh. I started thinking that in the car too. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good. I think I'm putting those up today. Their that's, schedule's so easy though, right? Moving forward, like. Looking who they got. They well, got, got after this New Orleans. Oh, actually, Patriots. It's, actually, it's not that easy. Buccaneers. No, check that. It's not. It's only Patriots easy at the again. end. Uh, Panthers, which, you know, that's kind of a wild card. And then they got the Jets and the Falcons. They, they should win both of those. They got Carolina, Atlanta, and the Jets. But the you're right. The rest are not that good. Yeah. yeah okay. Not, never gonna, mind. But my, By the way, my, my power ratings come to two on this game. Buffalo, two. Again, I, I have no idea what to think of the Saints team. I'm sorry. I probably don't have them low enough, but I have been lowering Buffalo steadily. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be at four in this game. I'm, but, uh, boy, I'm, I'm not sure who I would play, if anybody, but uh, I, I wouldn't go too much higher than that. I mildly like New Orleans. I just can't bring myself to bet it, That's, I don't think. That would be tough, yeah. All right, Sunday morning. Patience a virtue on that one, Gil. See that. See if that line keep creeping up through the week yeah. on New Orleans. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, Tennessee right. at New England is next. Tennessee. Oh, that's a good game. Tennessee, the eight and three Titans. Now their six game winning streak snapped by the Texans. I love the Titans more than anybody. I was like, I love the Texans though, getting all those points. Didn't think they'd win outright though, but the Titans six game winning streak is snapped. Uh, they had a fourth and one at the Houston thirty one down twelve to nothing. Three ten left in the uh, second quarter. Adrian Peterson was stuffed. They had an intentional grounding penalty at the end of the first half that induced a 10-second runoff, prevented a field goal attempt. Just a terrible game all the way around. Had the ball with the chance to go ahead late, but Tannehill threw a miserable interception with 3.53 left. Desmond King got him. And then down 22-13 to right after that, he threw his fourth pick of the day. That's a career high, by the way. He threw three picks in the fourth quarter alone, Ryan Tannehill yesterday. Finished 35 of 52 for 323, one touchdown, the four picks, sacked twice. Westbrook Akine was his uh, biggest target, seven for 107. But they were minus five in turnovers. I mean, there you go. That's, That's all you need to kill know. You. Worst turnover margin in the game for the Titans since 2012. And by the way, someone please tell Scott Hansen on, uh, on Red Zone that this was not the biggest upset of the season. He must have said it like 10 different times. Oh, the biggest upset of the season is brewing. Uh, we have a thing called a betting market that tells us that's not the case. New England played on Thursday, as we know. Uh, they crush Atlanta. Jones was 22 of 26 for 207, one touchdown, one pick, sacked three times. They were plus three turnovers in that game. New England by four and a half with the still Derrick Henry-less Titans. I don't like your number better. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, it's almost a blanket five and a half. I see a couple Ooh. of sixes. I like six and a half myself. Do you really? I'm going to open six. Um, I This... this Team's playing really well. Uh, New England, I'm talking about. They are playing really, really well. Not beating a murderer's row either, though. I, I get that. Yeah. But that team has just gotten progressively better, which is kind of a Bill Belichick thing. Mac Jones, by the way, not they're not relying on him to win games. 37.0 was his QBR yesterday. It's been, like, okay. So they're winning with a lot of different things, l- largely on defense. You know, I think the Derrick Henry thing, I've I've lowered them – you know, a couple of points without Derrick Henry. Yep. And I think that's, you know, I think that's appropriate. 
Uh, I don't want to go overboard because they did lose five turnovers yesterday. But this New England team is playing really, really well right now. So I'm going to open six. Like I said, it's almost it's five and a half pretty much everywhere. But I'm going to open six on this game. Um, I'm not sure it's enough to get me to bet, but I definitely like the higher number here. New England leads the AFC East by a half game. Titans still have the best record in the AFC yeah. by a half game. We'll come yeah. back. More guessing lines. Numbers game. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Gil Alexander, Chrissy Andrews, guessing lines for week number 12 in the National Football League. Don't know if I love anything quite yet, but I'm sure we'll get there. What's next, Jeff? NFL note, uh, Elgin Jenkins, the tackle for the Green Bay Packers, who had really done a great job uh, filling in for David Bakhtiari. His season is done. Torn ACL. So the Packers, again, hoping to get Bakhtiari back sooner rather than later, uh, will not have Jenkins the rest of the year. So that's bad news for Green Bay. Oh, we oh doozy here, Gil. The New York Jets at the Houston Texans is next. <laughs> the 2-8 and eight Jets and the 2-8 and eight Texans. Texans coming off that win against the Titans. Jets lose to Miami yesterday. Matt Amendola missed uh, two field goals in this game. Otherwise, it might have been something. Dolphins end up winning at 24-17. to Joe Flacco started yesterday for the Jets, 24-39 of for 291. Two touchdowns, no picks, sacked twice. Elijah Moore had a big game again, 8 for 141 and a touchdown. There's really not a whole bunch more to say about that game. You want to add anything about your Jets? I, I just, it's kind of meh. Well, they, uh, Flacco had a fumble in the red zone on a uh, on a safety blitz that they didn't pick up. That kind of altered the game. The Jets probably would have been leading at halftime if it wasn't for that. You miss kicks. You're poorly coached. You lose games like this. Yeah. Houston, in their win, they snap an eight-game losing streak. They had a fourth and inches up 19-13 to on their own 34. 622 left. They decided to punt, and that's when Tennessee had the ball with a chance to take the lead, but we already talked about how Ryan Tannehill threw a pick very quickly after that. Lost a uh, threw two picks actually subsequent to that, but certainly one right after that. Taylor, 
for Houston. That's Terod Taylor, 14 of 24 for 107 in victory. No touchdowns, no picks, was not stacked. Again, when you're plus five in turnovers, you don't really have to do that much. 107 yards passing. The, the Texans for that game against the Titans had a grand total of 15 first downs, 190 total yards. As I mentioned, only 107 passing, plus five in turnovers is all you need to win a football game. So uh, Jets at the Texans? Uh, I split the difference between a pick'em and three, and I said Texans minus one and a half. That's exactly what my numbers come to. Yeah. It's pretty much three with juice on the dog everywhere. Huh. So I think I'm going to open two and a half. I, you know, they'll probably bet it. You know, like I say, these guys see something like that. They think, uh, number one, it's the perfect. It's all, it can only come three, nothing else, and it's the last two and a half I'll ever see in my life. Will any of, will any of the remaining survivors pick this game <laughs> on Sunday? Like for, for Circus Survivor, which Thanksgiving is its own thing, if you get through that, wow. will anybody pick this game? Because there's not, there's not going to be... A, there's not many. Not many. Because I know when I was doing Survivor, this was always the bugaboo weekend. I see two on Sunday that I would like, hmm. that I actually like. We already talked about one. It is New England. New England you like. Okay. I'm going to open two and a half here. They'll probably lay it to me, then we'll go three, but... Let's not go too crazy about uh, Houston with the five turnovers. In no. And I mean, by the way, the QBR, you know what Tyrod Taylor's QBR was? Had to be low. 73.5. See, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it's QBR. I like to note it, but it well, seems crazy sometimes. Didn't throw a pick. Wasn't sad, but 107. That's all he threw for. Yeah, that's all he had that, to. That seems uh, inordinately high. Jeff, you were chomping at the bit to say something there? No, I was going to say, if you have, uh, if you have the, uh, the fortitude, I would – Consider playing the Texans this week in Survivor. <laughs> oh, that's the power of negative thinking. Self-hating for a Jets, I consider, Jets fans. I'm not saying I do it, but it has to at least con- consider. Again, this this slate is so ridiculous with Survivor. Yeah. What's next here? This actually is another one that maybe uh, you consider on Survivor. Philadelphia at the Giants. Giants, sight unseen. They play tonight against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Again, 11-point dogs tonight. Is that where they still are against the uh, – or has that gone down to like 10-and-a-half, I think, of the Giants right. tonight? Giants uh, 11 last I looked. Yeah, 11, still 11. 11 yeah. Giants about as healthy as you'll get them. 11-point dogs at Tampa Bay tonight. Uh, yesterday, Philadelphia, as we mentioned, they beat the Saints 40-29 to in a game that they led at the end of three, 33-7. So not nearly as close as that final score suggests. Jalen Hurts, 13 completed forward passes, 13 of 24 for 147 in the Eagles' win. However... By the way, sacked three times, no touchdowns, no picks. 18 carries for 69 yards and three touchdowns mm-hmm. for Jalen Hurts. He's the first Eagles quarterback to ever have three rushing touchdowns in a game. Apparently, Randall Cunningham never did that. Uh, Sanders, 16 for 94, and a fumble loss. Howard, 10 for 63. Again, 242 rushing yards for the Eagles. It is four straight games now for the Eagles, which they've had 175 or more rushing yards. They were 12 of 21 on third downs. You don't typically get a game where a team has 21 third downs, uh, but they uh, would move the chains and they would take a lot of time to do it. They were plus two in turnovers against the Saints. Time of possession advantage, 37-01 to 22-59. Phillies earned this. Phillies 5-6 and six now. So when you look at the NFC playoff picture, we always talked about there's five teams that are getting in, and then there's two others where everybody's in a scrum form. Well, you got the Niners, you got the Vikings. The Eagles are right in it. Right in the mix. I think they're three-and-a-half-point favorites at the Giants' sight unseen tonight. 
Uh, that's that's what it is, pretty much. My numbers came to three. I, I do like the three and a half a little better. You know, obviously going to depending on tonight and how health, how good the healthy Giants look. Uh, I was on one of the VSIN shows this week. I'm not sure if it was with Tim Murray or Femi. Um, I said there's there's two teams right now that I think have a big chance to emerge and have a wind up having a very good season. Eagles being one of them. You mentioned the other ones, the Vikings. Yeah. But the Eagles, and remember on this show, I said early in the year, I thought Sirianni really fit Jalen Hurts well. And then after a couple, boy, was I wrong. Now I think maybe I was right. I think he, you know, they have kind of figured out what he can and can't do. And they're playing some really good football right now. It's been really interesting being in the NFC where this, this very soft middle to, to, mm-hmm. to bottom has sort of risen up now. Yeah. Vikings, Niners, Eagles, dare I say Washington has a chance as well. Like, there's a, there's a few dare, of these dare. teams. I dared. Let's do one more here, Jeff. Let's see if we can squeeze in one more. Why not? Tampa at Indianapolis. All right, so Tampa hasn't played. They played tonight, 11-point favorites again, hosting the Giants. And then the Colts, we mentioned, just absolutely housing the Bills yesterday. The Colts are now 6-5. and five. Mm-hmm. They've won 6-8 of eight since their 0-3 start. First time this year with a winning record. By the way, let me recommend the, uh, the in-season streaming hard knocks on the Indianapolis Colts. Very interesting. Uh, Carson Wentz, as we mentioned, 11 of 20 for 106. That's all he had to do. It's amazing how many of these games are similar now where the quarterback, the winning quarterbacks, don't have to do much. One touchdown, no picks. He wasn't sacked. Carson Wentz, eight of his last nine games, not a single pick. So we all remember that whirling dervish thing he did against the Titans, and that sticks in our head. But that's the only game in the last nine where he's thrown an interception. Mm. Jonathan Taylor yesterday, 32 for 185, four touchdowns on the ground, then three catches for 19 yards, an additional touchdown. Five total touchdowns for Jonathan Taylor. Uh, the Colts were 8 of 12 on third downs. Couldn't, couldn't get you know taken off the field by Buffalo. Again, 264 total rushing yards. They were plus four in turnovers once again against the Bills. 37-47 to 22-13 advantage in time of possessions. Um, I made this a pick em. So I didn't know what, to, what else to do here. Uh, I made Tampa 1. It's Tampa two and a half, and I even see two and a half with juice on Tampa. I see one three with juice on the dog. I think that's too high. Uh, Aaron Schatz, friend of the show, friend of yours, mm-hmm. uh, kind of hinted at it today. Didn't come right out and say it that the Colts might have the best offensive line uh, for rush, for running the football in the NFL. And I think that, that I think that's really big, and I think it can help them down the stretch. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm going to open it two. I think, and they'll, they'll probably lay it to me. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, like I said, my numbers came to one. Yours much closer to that. So I like your number better. Here we go again. But, uh, you know, the Colts, and I think I said a couple weeks ago that I, that was my team I thought was catching fire, and I think they are. And Wentz playing pretty good football. You know, you wonder, uh, you know, Philly's a tough place to play for a lot of guys. And here's Wentz, kind of a small-town guy. I think he's a Christian and all that, you know, maybe fit in much better in a town like Indianapolis than, than Philadelphia. Him and that, that was a big theme of the first episode of this uh, Hard Knocks for the Colts, where like he and Frank Reich are like sharing a brain on lots of things, their faith being a huge theme of yeah. it, right? And so maybe they're, you're right, maybe there's something to that. With My it. wife pointed that out to me, so yeah. I've got to give credit to Pamela for uh, pointing go, that out. There you go, Pamela. A little shout out. There you go. Um, Colts, do you take them seriously for a Super Bowl run at this point? 
Well, I do because I think everything's just so far wide open. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're in the hunt, you're kind of in the hunt. The the Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor unicorn thing, like where it's just a different way to play football in this day and age. Yeah. Is I I look at those teams and I'm like, you may have a, a an advantage in a way that the market doesn't quite reflect. Uh, Indianapolis six of eight now since their zero and three start against Tampa Bay. That's a good game on Sunday as well. But again, for survivor purposes, good luck. Good luck. God bless you on these. Uh, we'll come back. A whole bunch more to get to for Week Twelve. Trying to extract value. The NFL guessing lines on a numbers game at Veasan, the Sports Betting Network. Gil Alexander, Chrissy Andrews, Jeff Parlay is here as well uh, for guessing lines. Week number 12 in the National Football League. Now, let's just review some of the... We've gone through a handful of games. And I just want to, real quickly again, five of the quarterback performances. Three of them in victory. Carson Wentz in victory, 106 passing yards. 11 completed forward passes. Jalen Hurts in victory, 13 completed forward passes, 147 yards passing. Terod Taylor in victory, 14 completed forward passes for 107 yards passing. In defeat, Tim Boyle, 77 yards passing. Matt Ryan on Thursday, 153 yards passing. Anyway, week after week after week, we see this in the NFL where teams, you know, in the case of the Wentz, Hurts, and Taylor thing, teams lose games just as much as they win them. That's, you know, that's a tried and true thing in the NFL to begin with. But these quarterback numbers do appear muted, and you have something on that. Yeah, Scott Kazmar, who used to be with uh, with Aaron Schatz on Football Outsiders, uh, he does a lot of quarterback stuff, and he pointed out, I think yesterday, maybe, maybe it was going into the weekend, that right now Matthew Stafford, highest QBR in the NFL, with 60-something. He said at this point in last season – he would have been number 12 with that same number. With that, so that's a big difference. Wow. And I'm looking, we got two totals this week uh, in the 50 range. One, you know, the uh, the Cowboys game, and what's the other one I was just looking at? Uh, one of them on Sunday. Eh, maybe only the one. Anyway, uh, you can see totals kind of drifting down. We're seeing the same thing in college football, too, by the way. We're seeing a lot of 30s, totals in the 30s this year, where we hadn't seen those in years. Now, the pendulum tends to swing. And uh, maybe some of these defensive coordinators have figured out, you know, run-pass option, among a lot of other things. And, uh, you know, right now, maybe defense. Remember I mentioned last week, maybe doing some forensic forensic handicapping. I think a lot of the sharp guys, defense means a little bit more than offense. And that, that may be a trend that we're seeing. It may be something to take note of. But I, I'm not sure – exactly what that means, but something maybe to take a look at. I also wonder, you know, Dan Bespris, who does... Oh, by the, the way, I'm sorry. The Colts is the other 50 point Oh, other one. The, uh, Dan Bespris, who does... Dan Bespris, rather, who does NBA with us, he he, he texted me the other day. He's, Gil, do you, have you watched any of the, like, a, a night of NBA action? He's like, it's like half the league is drunk. So what he was trying to convey was, like, the some of the quality of basketball is really subpar, um, and his theory is that these guys just coming out of the bubble, having a quick turnaround to the next season, it's like everybody's still just exhausted, is his, his sort of broad theory. Whether that's true or not, who knows? But I, I've said it many, I've said it several times now during this NFL season, and there's no way to quantify this, but I have heard someone like Tom Brady come out after, you know, I, I said, is there something we can't grab our, you know, put, wrap our arms around about there being an extra game? So one fewer mm. preseason game and then yeah. one additional 
regular season games where like the overall quality of it all has just sunk a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Tom Brady has come out and said it's a, it's a horrible idea, week 17, right? Like, for, And so I just, there's no way I can prove it. Yeah. It just feels that way. Remember, what was it, a couple years ago? Was the game in Mexico City, I think? It was the Rams and the Chiefs. There was a Chiefs-Chargers game in Mexico, and the reason I know that is because for the first half I was under heavy anesthesia to remove a pulmonary embolism. <laughs> okay. And I watched the second half steering upwards. So Wasn't yes. the, the, the final like 54-52 or I something like that? I couldn't yeah. tell. That, right. was, that was the Ram-Chief game that was supposed to be in Mexico oh, City. Right. That got moved to the Coliseum not. because Azteca's turf was unplayable. Oh, right, right. The, the yeah. game that and, and was supposed to change football. This is the Yeah, this is yeah. the future of the NFL. Wherever we're going to see 50-50 to 50 in every single game. And I think that was the year that uh, – the Patriots won the Super Bowl 13-3, or maybe in the following year it was 13-3. Yeah. Uh, Zach White, if you're listening, I hope you didn't spend all that money yet. <laughs> he picked exactly three points, at rat. Actually, I like Zach a lot. <laughs> that rat. Uh, tease him about different things yeah. over the years. Um, but anyway, I think now we are seeing uh, a defensive trend, like it, slight, very slight, yeah. very slight decline. Maybe, yeah. It's, 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 it's interesting to... Uh, to just sort of step back and, and see what we're watching. Because these these are not normal numbers for winning quarterbacks. You know? No. They're just no, not. No, I agree. Yeah. All right. We continue Sunday morning. Do Are we sure we want to continue with this next one? <laughs> oh, this is, a, this is a beauty. Falcons at Jaguars. Oh, my goodness. The four and six Falcons, the two and eight Jaguars. Matt Ryan on Thursday, 19 of 28 for 153 and a loss. No touchdowns. Two picks, sacked four times. Remember, that was the game where Josh Rosen came in, was one of three for five yards and a pick six. Felipe Franks threw one forward pass. That was intercepted as well. The Falcons in defeat, 11 first downs. That's it. Two of 11 on third downs, 165 total yards, just 40 rushing. They were minus three in turnovers. They had nine penalties for 72 yards. So they were just terrible, any which way you slice it. Jacksonville yesterday gets crushed by San Francisco at the 8:19 mark of the second quarter yesterday. So 8:19 left in the second quarter. Jacksonville had run a grand total of four offensive plays. Wow. Because San Francisco had this mammoth drive that took the entire first quarter it was 20 plays deep and they kicked a field goal at the end of it, which was awesome. But really basically nearly the first 22 minutes of the game yesterday, Jacksonville had the ball for 2 minutes. So the first half time of possession ended up being 21.45 to 8.15 when all was said and done. But they only had Jacksonville, 83 total first half yards, 83, that's it, and a grand total of 15 plays. Contrast that with San Francisco, had 215 total first half yards and 39 plays. So 39 plays to 15 plays on offense. San Francisco versus Jacksonville the first half yesterday. Trevor Lawrence, 16 of 25 for 158. There you go again. No touchdowns, no picks, sacked three times, three carries, 23 yards. Only 14 total first downs for Jacksonville in the whole game. Only 200 total yards, only 54 of which were rushing. And they were minus two in turnovers. And when all was said and done, you get it, time of possession, 38-22 to 21-38. I mean, this is a pick right? Atlanta-Jacksonville? Like, what else can you do with this? Coin flip. It's, yeah, you know, my, my number has actually come to Jacksonville one and a half. Um, that doesn't shock me. You know, I just Atlanta is so bad, and you God, know, is this game bad? I mean, this. Where's my thing on Matt Ryan? 
Yeah, you know, 23.3 was his QBR, and he's been, you know, I, I almost like feel sorry for him, just how bad the team is around him, but he's not playing great either. I mean, his career's really gone down. Um, but I've, I see some little bit of money showing on Atlanta. It's pretty much pick them, but I see just, you know, so, some juice on, the, on, on Atlanta. Uh, Pinnacle went to one. I see some other ones out there. So I'm going to open pick. I think they'll probably bet me Atlanta here. Uh, I guess they can have them. I, I mean, <laughs> you, know, you, I, can have them. you know, like I said, I've you slightly favored Jacksonville, but I mean, my God, this is I, between this and, and the Jets Texans games. Can you imagine two worst games? You couldn't. You probably couldn't put a matchup together that is. Worse yeah, I don't think you two. could. The the Atlanta thing. Let's just remember this about Atlanta. So they had the. You know, Calvin Ridley is not playing because of personal issues, mental health stuff. So he is not playing. The thing about that game on Thursday against New England, and the reason we all ended up betting, at least on primetime, actually we all ended up betting New England right at kickoff, is because Cordero Patterson was ruled inactive. And you're like, again, I'll, I'll say this again, you're like, what do you mean? Are you kidding me? The bet was triggered because Cordero Patterson was out? Well, no. I mean, yes, but not because he's so great, even though he's had a great season. It's because when you get down to having so few weapons, right? So Ridley's mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. You say you have no running game. If you take Patterson out, you literally, it's like it's Kyle Pitts and nobody else. And Bill Belichick is just going to say, well, I'm going to take him out and beat me with somebody else. So they, they probably will get Cordero Patterson, one would assume, back for this game against Jacksonville. So that cannot be stressed enough that that's a, that's a, at least if you're looking for something important in this game, that would seem to be the most important thing. So I could see, you know, if Atlanta won this by 14, would you be surprised? I would not. Oh, I don't think anything would surprise me here, but I'm looking yeah. at uh, Jacksonville. Well, they, yeah, their touchdown came when they were down 30 to 3. Yes. You know, late in the game. So, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, boy. And I've just looked. These are my four lowest power-rated teams. Those, you know, those the, two matches? Yeah, those two matches. Excellent. <laughs> the National Football League uh, on week number 12. Okay, we'll come back. Better matchups. They have to be. I'll promise that. Uh, looking for value. Not sure I love anything yet. Oh, but the day is young. Coming back. <laughs> Numbers game. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Numbers told the story, they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is our number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Slink, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. We appreciate you uh, tuning in for our Monday tradition of guessing lines, week number 12. Again, tribute to the old Stardust radio show of the same uh, ilk. Gil Alexander, Chrissy Andrews, Jeff Parlay is here as well. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the feedback. King's Court 999. Gil, what is a fair price to offer for a buy-in of a survivor entry pool <laughs> that is $850,000 in the pot? Original entry fee, $100. 196 entries left. So this is not circa. This is $850,000 with 196 entries left. Two picks needed starting week 15. Team can split pot if it gets to less than 10 Sellers will accept ownership and money. 
I mean, each okay. one of those value currently, each one of those entries, boop, 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 boop. It's, that's like a $5,000 value right now on the remaining entries. So the number would start there. Let's put it okay. there. Well, I didn't you know. pull out my calculator. So. I just did the boop, 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 boop. John Fitzgibbons, happy Thanksgiving week, gentlemen. Thanks for all you do throughout the year. Thank you, John. We appreciate it. The Better Life, Tim Lawson. Two things. I got Washington 48 to 1 for the division. Do I have a chance to cash this? Um, no. There's still three games back in the loss column to Dallas. I wish you had a yes to make the playoffs because if you had asked me, do you have a chance to cash this? I would actually say, yes, you do. Also from Tim, uh, after carnage and mayhem in the past few weeks, does every team kind of suck in their own way? Yes. <laughs> the the yes. answer is yes. Yeah. Every team is yes. flawed. Yeah. No team is great. Scotty B726, if Atlanta goes to minus one, it's home underdog to road favorite. Good point. Good it's a good point. point. Good point, Scotty. Yeah. Uh, Al McDonough, relaxing on a family vacation at the pool, listening to uh, Gil and Chrissy by the pool, setting my wagers for the day. He's got the uh, requisite shot of his legs into the water with mm-hmm. his laptop. And then uh, the charitable gambler, hour two of guessing lines about to start. Uh, Gil couldn't find value last week, wisely passed. Chrissy liked Dallas. He's also got the Giants pending. Yeah, that was it. By the At the end of Guessing Lines last week, I was one of those rare where I was like, I don't like anything. By the Megapod, my three picks were the Giants, Washington, and um, Houston. So Sometimes things two out of three dawn so on far. you late. Like, the closer we got to game time yesterday, the more I suddenly liked Philly. It was, yeah. Well, it was a poo-poo platter, but it's worked out so far. All right, next Sunday morning. Still in the early morning? Yeah, final final two games of the uh, of the one o'clock Eastern slate. Jeff, you know, not... you are out west. You know, no, these, I, I, these I are know, 10 but, o'clock but games. the majority of the country okay. is, uh, of course, uh, the one o'clock East. Panthers and Dolphins. So uh, one more game that isn't great here, guys. Give them a hard time. Uh, Carolina. Oh, Carolina. Carolina's lost. You know how we talked about how the Colts have won six of eight since an 0 and 3 start? Well, yeah. Carolina has lost six of eight since a 3 and 0 start. Uh, Carolina with Cam Newton under center. They had a fourth and one at the 50 with 11.29 left in the first quarter. They went for it. They converted, led to a touchdown and a 7 to nothing lead. And Cam Newton wanted to let you know that he's the greatest football player who's ever lived. He also wanted you to know that after they went up 14 to 7. Cam finished 21 of 27 for 189. There you go again. Two touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked once. Ten carries, 46 yards, and a touchdown. But he is the ultimate front runner. When they're leading, oh, he wants you to know about it so badly. And when they're trailing, eh, not so much. Warren Sharp has said this about Cam Newton for years. It's so true. That's the issue with watching him play football. It's like, why don't you simmer it down? Pipe it down a few notches when you're in the lead. The game's not over. Here it came down to the fourth and three at their own 32 with 3.05 left. They had two timeouts and a two-minute warning left. Down 24 to 21, they went for it and failed. We'll get to the Washington side of this uh, coming up. But McCaffrey, 10 or 59 on the ground, seven catches for 60 yards and a touchdown. Carolina was only two of nine on third downs, one of three on fourth. I said it the last couple weeks when we knew that uh, Chase Young was going to be out for the season. Washington's defense could be better without him because he was fundamentally unsound, and they certainly were better yesterday. Who are they playing? Miami? Miami. Beat the Jets. Miami's gone from 1-7 to 4-7. There you go, Miami. Tua yesterday, 27 of 33, only had six incomplete passes. One of them was a pick. 273 yards passing, two touchdowns, one pick, wasn't sacked. Gaskin, 23 for 89 
on the ground, three catches for seven and a touchdown, catching Waddle, eight for 65, also had a rushing touchdown in, in addition to his eight catches for 65 yards. Carolina at Miami, dare I say Miami will be a three-point favorite? Ooh, I don't like that. Oh, I'm off. Yeah, it's. Uh, let me get to my screen here. I was just making an adjustment. Please don't tell me Carolina is a favorite. Let's pick them. I do. I do see Carolina one in one spot. Uh, you know, my numbers came to Carolina one and a half. I really Miami is bad. Carolina is not good either. Carolina is not good either. Um, boy, this this isn't as bad as the two games we no, just went by. This is but it's bad. another terrible yeah. game. Um, Boy, this is a tough one because I do think I, I I did make Carolina the favorite, but I see it pretty much all pick them. Um, let me see something here from the openers. Uh, boy, it's hard to judge off the openers. You know, probably pick them is the right number here. Just yeah, let, let's. I'm gonna open pick and kind of see where we go from here. I, although I'm not, I got into my head. I probably bet Carolina, but I, I you know. Good luck with this one, Survivor players. Yeah, this is another one. Boy, oh boy. I mean, we got we got some bad games. Yeah, mine might be high in retrospect, but yeah. I would I would not make the Panthers a favorite though. All right, I'm, and nor am I racing again. Nor am I trampling the women and children to bet the Dolphins. You're not going to pull LeBron no. and elbow somebody in the face to <sighs> Isaiah Stewart. Rightfully upset yesterday, yeah. I believe. Lost his mind as well. Yes, but you know that the, it's funny when they show that angle. From you know the standard angle that you show a basketball game from the center court angle, and LeBron is at the at the key, it doesn't it looks accidental. But then when they show the angle from behind the basket, mm-hmm. oh, that wasn't accidental at all. Yeah, that is not accidental. Did Isaiah Stewart get his face bloodied from that though, or in the ensuing melee? Well, I think it was from that. I don't know, man. His face looked kind of okay after that, and then like well, it after takes a while to bleed. Well, maybe so. It was like a spigot. At that point. Anyway, we'll do an autopsy on that. We'll figure it out. More on that tomorrow. Next. Revenge game for Chris Andrews, Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> as they're on the road at the Cincinnati Bengals. All right. This thing last night was Meshugana. First of all, SoFi might as well have been Heinz Field. Oh, yeah. You ever yeah. watched a football game where the road crowd was as loud as that? Last year. Same thing? Last year when they played, yeah. Or two years ago, I guess I should say. So in case you missed this last night, by the way, Steelers, six-and-a-half-point dogs at kickoff. Oh, a miraculous cover by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Almost won this football game. Yeah, I thought they, I thought they had a one. The great Justin Herbert. Pittsburgh was down 34-20. to 20. It was a ho-hum game. They were down 17 at one point, weren't they? Were they earlier? I think they were down 17 at one point. Were they? Okay. Well, it was 34-20 late. Fourth and three at their own 32, 12.40 left in the fourth quarter. This is the Chargers with the ball now. Chargers, so the Chargers are up 34 to 20. Fourth and three at their own 32, 12.40 left in the fourth quarter. Steelers come in and they block a Chargers punt. They score four plays later. Almost didn't get it in, by the way. Yeah. But they get a, they get a flag that helps them in. And it's, oh, I'm, and, and now it's, they're down, a, I'm sorry, they were down 27 to 13 at this point. Pardon me. They get the touchdown. It's 27 to 20. Now I had forgotten in watching this game. That then the Chargers went back up 14. I didn't think so. I thought it was all consecutive. No, but the Chargers went back up 14, 34 to 20. 
Uh, then Pittsburgh matriculated the ball down the field. They scored 34-27. to Then they intercept a Justin Herman pass that Hayward blocks at the line of scrimmage. Pittsburgh scores two plays later, and all of a sudden it's 34-34, and you're like, what in the world is yeah. happening? Then they stop the Chargers on downs. A fourth and one the Chargers have from their own 34 with 348 left. They go for it, and they stop them. I said before the play, and I'm watching the game with my wife. Obviously, I'm rooting for the Steelers, but there's a lot of other stuff involved, too, which we'll probably get to. I said, this is a bad decision. If he makes the first down, what does he get? He gets possession of the ball. He gets to keep the ball. If he doesn't make it, what happens? The Steelers are in great position to win the game. I mean, they could kick a field goal pretty much from there, or if they could manage to milk the clock, which, of course, it was the Steelers who doesn't know how, don't know how to run in Matt Canada. <laughs> I might strangle him if somebody else from Pittsburgh doesn't get to him first. Uh, couldn't pull that off. But I thought it was a, a the risk-reward was not in favor of Staley. You, you You're going to probably disagree. No, I'm not. But you I, said it perfectly. You, the risk-reward, the next-gen stats right. actually back you up. That getting that first down raised your win probability by less then it hurts you if you didn't get it. Right. And so you're right. The risk reward was not was not there. They don't get it. Pittsburgh three play, you know gets a field goal. Three plays. Uh, so it's thirty seven to thirty four. But then all it took was Justin Herbert and company three plays and seventy five yards, a fifty three yarder to Mike Williams to make it forty one to thirty seven. And then one of the finest drives you'll ever see in football. Pittsburgh's ensuing drive. Sack sack incomplete delay of game incomplete. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> well, was, there's a couple things going on that here. That was great. I, it's a long story, but let me just say, I, I needed to avoid a six and a seven for Chargers to win by exactly six and exactly seven. That seven is haunting me the entire game. And even, like, I'm watching the game with my wife, and I and it was like by 14, and I'm thinking, screw it, let the Chargers win by a million. I don't, this seven would have been disastrous for me. So... Then the uh, the Steelers go up three, and I'm still thinking, well, Chargers could tie it, win it in overtime by six. Then they score the touchdown. Now I'm thinking, okay, this is perfect. You're golden, you think. I'm golden. It won't come six or seven. <laughs> of course, the Steelers are going to go down and win. They're not going to kick a field goal or anything. They're going to do that. Now, all of a sudden, they get sacked on the, you know, down to the two-yard line. I had to leave the room. <laughs> I said, I, I, if this game comes six after this, I, I you know, it, it – you know, obviously, I'm rooting for the Steelers. This was the most torturous game I've ever been through, I think, this entire season. I'm sure there's others, uh, but this season got to be the worst. Imagine if you had the Chargers. That was oh, pure you did, hell. Huh? Yeah, I did. I took them late. We'll come back. We'll wrap up this game. We'll continue. Guessing Lines, Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Gil, Chrissy, and Parlay. We're just talking about uh, the, the weekly exercise of power rankings and yeah. how, you know, dovetailing off the tweet we got about it, is that everybody flawed? We all agree. Like, Arizona has to be your number one power-rated team. Arizona, who has a bye, have completely gotten away with not playing Kyler Murray because Colt McCoy's been great. Green Bay has to be in your top three, don't they? They have to be. Just all by default, I would think. Yeah, there. I'm looking. You know who? You know, you know who's climbed up to number two? New England. Oh, stop it! Well, I mean, like I said, it's it's a it's a grading system that I've yeah. admitted is extremely flawed. Um, you know, it's not. You know, I mean, I kind of use it a little bit as a guide to my power ratings, but it's it's a great. You get a grade. Yeah. You know, it's you know, uh, you know, it's not an essay question either. It's no. like true false. <laughs> that's you know, that's they true. climbed up to number two. That's yeah. true. It's not. <laughs> now for your LSAT reading comprehension portion. <laughs> All right, back to that game though. Last night, uh, just wrapping it up. Big Ben, twenty-eight of forty-four for two seventy-three, three touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked three times. Deontay Johnson, seven for one hundred and one, and touchdown. Claypool, five for ninety-three. Pittsburgh's at Cincinnati, NFC North game. Cincinnati, as we mentioned. Nip and tuck game with the Raiders, and then they pulled away on that Derek Carr pick, and then a subsequent Derek Carr fumble sealed the deal. But Joe Burrow yesterday, 20 of 29 here at Allegiant for 148. There's another one. Won a football game through for 148 yards. Joe Burrow. One touchdown, no picks. He was sacked three times. The reason he didn't have to throw for many yards, much of the reason why many of these winning quarterbacks don't have to, Joe Mixon, 30 for 123, two touchdowns. Joe Mixon has had a touchdown in seven straight games. First Bengal running back ever to do so. By the way, you see that Brees Hall for Iowa State, 23 straight games with a rushing touchdown? Uh, Cincinnati scored in all four fourth-quarter possessions, two touchdowns and two field goals. That'll usually do it. And their time of possession advantage, as we mentioned, over the Raiders, 37-20 to 22-40. So Pittsburgh's at Cincinnati. Cincinnati by four? A little more than three, right? So I'll say four. I see mostly three and a half, a little bit of four. God, I even see one four and a half out there. Uh, Did I'm, you feel better about your Steelers in defeat yesterday than you have all year? Yeah, because I think I, I think Roethlisberger looked really good. He looked all right. I mean, he looked like he's not done yet. I don't know what the plan is or anything. I mean, I don't want to jump ahead too far, but I mean, he looked pretty good. Um, I, I thought, and I, you know, if you know Hayden and Fitzpatrick and T.J. Watt are back for that defense, you know, and I That's did not like huge. the Steelers at all going into yesterday. Not. In the lead, I mean, I rooted for him, but I did not like him at all because of those three injuries on their defense. But um, yeah, I feel a little bit better about him. But getting back to this number, my my power ratings come to three and a half. I see a lot of three and a halfs out there. I see some fours, but I'm going to go with three and a half. I think that's a good number. Okay, afternoon now, Jeff. Yes, Chargers at Broncos. Chargers at Broncos. Broncos coming off a bye. 
So they'll be on extra rest. Chargers with that win last night, uh, as we mentioned, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Justin Herbert looks so good last he night, is, too. Man. He's, oh, man. he's the real deal. So the Chargers in the first half yesterday, they had a 13-play drive that led to a touchdown. They had a 12-play drive that led to a touchdown. They looked in control of this game. Herbert finished 30 of 41 for 382. Three touchdowns, one pick, sacked twice. Nine carries for 90 yards for Justin Herbert as well. So what's that? That's 472 yards of offense. Eckler, 11 for 50 with two touchdowns on the ground. Six catches for 65, two touchdowns receiving. Four total touchdowns. Remember, Jonathan Taylor had five for the Colts. Keenan Allen, nine for 112. Williams, five for 97, including that big one at the end to seal the deal or to be the eventual game-winning touchdown. 533 total yards of offense for the Chargers. But they committed 12 penalties for 75 yards, and their defense still stinks. Just awful. I had such high hopes for the Chargers. Yeah, me too. It's not going to happen. All right, so this one's a pick 'em to me. Chargers at Denver. Whoa, I'm. I don't. I quite like your number better. I like it better than what's out there. It's two and a half Chargers almost universally. Uh, my numbers come to one and a half Chargers. I'm not. You know, told you I feel better about the Steelers. Not crazy about the way the Chargers looked. I mean, and I love Justin Herbert. I mean, I other too. than Mahomes, right now, if I was starting a franchise, I'd start with him. Yes. Yeah. You know, but I, their defense is so. Their bad. defense is horrible. Horrible. I made I made it uh, where my I? I made a one and a half. I'm gonna go ahead and open a two, uh, but they'll they'll probably lay it to me. It's two and a half, pretty much like a blanket. I don't see I don't see any other number. It's two and a half. The problem, so they want to lay me the two. God bless. The problem with these is that even when I'm like off a couple points, I don't. The other team that I'm, you know, you would think, oh well, then you should really want to bet the Broncos. Yeah, no, not really. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like them. I yeah, mean, if it goes to three, I could see playing it. Yeah, it doesn't make me just, like, race to the window. Imagine, like, a cartoon where, like, I just exit and you just see the wind. Hey, where'd Gil go? It's making a bet. No, not really. Next. Really a giant game in the uh, in the NFC playoff really race. Is, yeah. The Vikings at the 49ers. Vikings at the 49ers. Two five and 5-5 five teams. And again, we talked about it. Five teams look, and they have looked for like six weeks now. We said this for six weeks. There are five teams that we think are in the playoffs in the NFC. Dallas, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Arizona, and the Rams. I don't think anything has changed with that. And then it's a scrum for the other two positions. Minnesota and the Niners as positioned, as well positioned as anyone else to get those two berths. Is that San Francisco? So Minnesota yesterday win a thriller against Green Bay. First of all, Minnesota goes up 22 to 10, and Mike Zimmer does a little arithmetic and says to himself, you know what, I'm going to kick an extra point to go up 23 to 10. Well, because there's always time for two field goals. Because what could go wrong if you do that? They led by 13 in the third quarter. Kirk Cousins, 24 of 35 for 341, three touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked twice. Kirk Cousins on the season. You know what his touchdown to pick? It's pretty good. I know that. 21 touchdowns and two picks. Kirk Cousins, ladies and gentlemen. Dalvin Cook, 22 for 86 and a touchdown, three catches for 29. Jefferson, 8 for 169, two touchdowns. Thielen, 8 for 82 and a touchdown. They were 9 of 13 on third downs. But Aaron Rodgers furiously came back. Scored two touchdowns, make it 24-23, and then it was just trading. Trading touchdowns in the end. Vikings score, got a two-point conversion. Packers tied it up at 31. Vikings hit a field goal at the buzzer. To win it. 
34-31 after, by the way, what looked like it was a pick from Kirk Cousins. And you're like, ooh, it hit the ground. That is the difference. Game of inches. Minnesota wins it. And then San Francisco, we talked about it earlier against Jacksonville. Uh, fourth and one at the Jacksonville two with 159 left in the first quarter. It was a 0-0 game. First drive of the game. It was their 20th play of the drive. 20. They kicked a 20-yard field goal. 13 minutes and four-second drive. But set the tone. By the way, they had a fourth and goal at the one up 20-3 to three with 8.55 left in the third quarter. They decided to go for it then, too. Touchdown to George Kittle, 27-3. to three. Garoppolo, 16 of 22 for 176 against the Jags. Two touchdowns, no picks, sacked twice. Debo, 8 for 79 on the ground in a touchdown, one catch for 15. Debo is a, is a problem coming out of that backfield for people. Ayuk is showing up, 7 for 85 in a touchdown. Kittle, as we mentioned, 4 for 34 in a touchdown. They were plus 2 in turnovers against the Jags. 38-22 to 21-38, time of possession advantage. They just dominated that football game. And we talked about how the Jags had run only four offensive plays with just over eight minutes left in the second quarter. San Francisco picked up right where they left off in that dominant performance against the Rams the previous Monday night in terms of time of possession and just matriculating the ball down the field. San Francisco is going to be a three-point favorite here. Oh, man, I greatly disagree with you. Um, the number is two and a half, two and a half with juice, and I do see some threes juice on the dog. I'm going to open two and a half here just because I think they'll lay it to me. I got to tell you, my numbers come to one on the uh, Minnesota one. Now, I got to look out for a home dog going to a road favorite, but I come to Minnesota one, and let me tell you why. Niners have won one game at home this year, beat the Rams, but I give them a zero for home field advantage. As you should. Yeah, look at Minnesota. Look at Minnesota's losses. Bengals, you know, arguably a playoff team. Cardinals, maybe best team in football. Browns, eh, you know, okay, but in the hunt for the playoffs. Cowboys, playoff team. Ravens, playoff team. That's their losses. Oh, I'll, I'll do you even one better because you're, you're minimizing the nature of those losses is heartbreaking, right? Yeah. Like they could have won a bunch yeah. of those games. Well, like I said, I was on a, one of the VEASAN shows this last week. I, I think the Vikings have a chance to emerge. I think much more than the 49ers do. And I know Garoppolo got a great QBR yesterday. I think it was a 80, something like that. Kirk Cousins, I got called out by a Minnesota fan because <laughs> I said he was in the lower third. I was wrong. He's playing some pretty good football. I like Minnesota here in this game. Vikings lost on a Dalvin Cook fumble in overtime to Cincinnati. Missed a 37-yard field goal that would have beaten Arizona at the end. Lost to Cleveland by 7. Had the ball at the Cleveland 26 with no time left on the clock. Lost to Cooper Rush. Well, there's that. They coughed up a 14-point second-half lead. Who was that to? Do you remember? They coughed that one up. But remember, there were two games. They beat Detroit by a miracle. They beat Carolina in overtime after trying desperately to lose that okay. game as well. Yeah. So there's a there's, yeah. Everybody sucks. You know, we, we've already <laughs> a, talked about that. We got to go to break. But that's a good football game. Coming back, guessing lines, numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Jeffrey, once again, uh, Excel spreadsheet. All the people on the crew, exactly what they want. Sizes, colors. It's all on me. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Who doesn't love Christmas, Grizzy? It's in my book. I hit my my former boss and partner, Warren Nelson. He used to, we used to laugh. He hated it, and he'd walk around, I hate Christmas. <laughs> we would just laugh. Ebenezer. You know, 
He was a little curmudgeon at the end. <laughs> at the end, he, he might have deteriorated. I love Warren. I don't mean, you know, yeah. I speak very highly of him in my book, but we used to laugh because he would just, he hated Christmas. You had great Warren Nelson stories. I have great Warren Nelson stories. Was and he, a lot of affection for Warren. Was he the one who went into the other casino and gave the 30000 Yeah. That great story. Yeah. One of the great stories. Yeah. Times After... Ever. After dealing from yeah. the bottom of the deck After to beat dealing, the guy out of 30. That's correct. He felt bad. <laughs> he did, well, he did the right thing. But they, Warren, they, Warren was an honorable guy. Yeah. Well, he swears. I mean, I only know from what he told me. He swears, uh, you know, it was um, oh, Pappy. Geez, what the, Pappy Smith. He says, Pappy figured it out while he was beating him. Right. He says, Pappy figured it out. Pappy knew what was going on. Oh, you can't fool Pappy. Uh, we get tweets at beating the book. Matt uh, reminding me, Warrior 013, the game I was thinking about that I didn't remember which of the ones I went through, the Vikings mm-hmm. list of near wins. The one they came back from from 14 points was, in fact, against the Ravens. We all forgot that game. Vikings had the Ravens beat, and then they let him off the hook. He said, RIP Denny Green. Jim Sturr, NBC had put up a stat yesterday when Pittsburgh was down by 17 points that their record was 0-230. Mm. They were down. I guess you were right. They were down 17. And then uh, Scotty B726 showing you a still shot of a hold, perhaps a hold in the end zone yeah. uh, that would have made it six. Yeah. And you said, are you trying to kill me? <laughs> that's, that's Thanks, Scotty. Thanks. <laughs> are you trying to kill me, man? All right. What's next? I, want, I haven't been wowed by a game yet. One that I want to race to wager on. What's next? Well, this at least is a good game. I don't know about the wagering portion of it, but it's the Rams at the Packers. Oh, that is a good game. Rams coming off a bye, and the Packers, as we just mentioned, losing to the Vikings. Uh, they'd given up. The Packers had like 31, excuse me, 34 points in their last three games combined, gave up 34 in this one alone. First loss for Rodgers as a starter since week one. So it was 23-10 to 10 in the third quarter. Remember, that was when Zimmer decided to kick an extra point instead of go for two. Green Bay scores touchdown on two consecutive drives, 24-23, then a Minnesota touchdown. And a two-point conversion made it 31-24 Minnesota. One play Green Bay drive at that point. Rodgers to Valdez-Scantling, 75-yarder. And then Minnesota with a game-winning drive, as I mentioned. Looked like Cousins threw a pick, but it did not survive review. Hit the ground. Correct call. And they matriculated the ball down the field. Greg Joseph, 29-yard field goal with 0-0 left on the clock to beat Green Bay. Crosby missed a couple, uh, missed a 32-yarder early in this game. He might be a problem. He didn't miss. Yeah, he's not looked the same this year. Field goal kicking yesterday yeah, and extra little, point kicking was terrible. Crosby's right been around a long time. He yeah. may, you know, they, listen, hit. everybody loses it eventually. He's had some huge kicks over the course of his he career. He certainly has. Rodgers yesterday, 23 of 33 for 385, four touchdowns, no picks, sacked twice. His last nine division games, I don't usually put up stats that don't mean much, but this one, last nine division games for Green Bay, for Aaron Rodgers, 32 touchdowns, no interceptions. <laughs> 32 touchdowns, zero picks in his last nine division games. Valdez-Scantling, four for 123 in the touchdown. Devontae, seven for 115, two touchdowns. Dylan, 11 for 53 on the ground, six for 44 uh, receiving. They were seven of 11 on third downs, not like Minnesota could get them off the field. They outgained Minnesota, 467 to 408. Eight penalties for 92 yards as well for Green Bay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' toe. Is something to problem. monitor. That's a problem because he keeps saying. He yesterday he said it's worse than turf toe. Aaron could be a little dramatic at times too. I don't know if Aaron's ever had turf toe, but he says it's worse than turf toe, which is why he like left the field before the first half ended. Yeah. Jordan Love had to take a snap. That was another thing Scott Hansen like overreacted to. Oh, what a m- make the memes on this! Like relax, Scott. He's just in the <laughs> tunnel. It's not that big of a deal. 
And no, Texans wasn't the biggest upset of the year. Uh, Green Bay minus three. I'm sorry, I forgot I had to guess one. Green Bay minus three. Okay, I definitely like your number better. It's uh, Green Bay. I even see pick Green Bay one. I come to Green Bay three. Yeah, I'm. Putting, I like Green Bay. Here. I like Green Bay. If two. that's a pick, give me the Packers. Uh, you know, I Green Bay is the only team in the NFL that I give a three point home field advantage to. And you know, I don't know whether this, that, you know, whatever. But just look at how they play at home. Beat the Lions by 18. Beat the Steelers by 10. Beat the, the Washingtons by 14. The Washingtons. <laughs> Beat the Seahawks by 17. You know, they win these games at home by they're just a better team at home. I I don't know why. I mean, but, you know, a lot of teams have been three, just been standard for years. The only one that I still have a three is Green Bay. Now, I have these two as a pick them on a neutral field. This is not a neutral field. Now, I know we got to they, – they lost the one tackle. Looks like he's going to be out for Bakhtiari. the season. Bakhtiari. Well, besides Bakhtiari. Oh. Who's the other yeah, guy they lost? Jen- Jenkins tore his ACL yeah. yesterday. Uh, so they do have some problems. But I st- this is a tough home team. I think they win this game. And uh, it's pick them or one. I'm going to open one. Uh, like I said, just because I see pick them around. But if I see this going up, I'm going up because I think Green Bay needs to be a three-point favorite. This is, this is one of those. The Rams have lost twice now in a row, right? They had the Tennessee debacle. Then they had the San Francisco one, which was even more of a debacle. Yeah. Now they're going to be on extra rest. This is one of those where I feel very comfortable betting the Packers here to pick them. And if you can beat me, Rams, tip of the cap to you. Mm-hmm. Show, show me you can beat me in this environment. Yeah. And I, Aaron Rodgers is just... Regardless of you know again whatever you feel about what he did off the off the field here recently, what a football player! Yeah, just unbelievable. It's not just what he did recently. You know, half his family doesn't talk half to him. Half his family him, doesn't. You know I mean, that's a whole <laughs> other story. We got a lot of issues with Aaron, yeah. but can he win football games? Hell yeah, he really can. And I, I, you know, like I said, if I was in a vacuum, I'd open this three. But I see pick him around, so I'm going to open it one. If I see it trending up, I'm going up right away. I think Green Bay should be a three-point favorite. Broke up with Olivia Munn. Seems egregious as well. Just me. Just Did she wind up with uh, John Mulaney? Is that who wound up with John Mulaney? I think they're having a child. Yeah. And I think they're no longer together. Oh, really? Yeah. More, John, more on keeping up with the Kardashians John later. has some issues too, by the way. John Mulaney? Yeah. <laughs> Funny dude. He is. Next, there's the first one I like, I think, Green Bay. Sunday night football, Cleveland at Baltimore. Oh, Cleveland at Baltimore. Cleveland beats the Lions. I feel like we didn't do this game justice earlier when we talked about the Lions. Cleveland beats the Lions 13-10. to Baker Mayfield, 15 completed forward passes for 29 yards for 176 yards in victory. One touchdown, two picks. He was sacked once. Nick Chubb, 22 for 130 on the ground. Two yeah. catches for 14 and a touchdown which means uh, no more Ernest Johnson from our Atlanta studios. Ten penalties for 82 yards for the Browns, 184 rushing yards total. NFL high eight games this season the Browns have had with 150-plus yards rushing. But here's the thing with the Browns. Ready for this? They've held four of their last five opponents to 16 points or fewer, but have scored themselves 17 points or fewer in five of their last six. Them's your Browns. And by the way, here is just a brief, quick recap of all the second-half possessions in this game. Detroit, four and out. Cleveland, six and out with a penalty. Detroit, two plays, boil interception. Cleveland, four and out with two penalties. Then the Lions did score a touchdown on four plays. Cleveland, three and out. Detroit, five and out. Cleveland, three and out with a penalty. Detroit, four plays and a field goal. Detroit, six and out. Excuse me, Cleveland, six and out. Detroit, four and out, including a third and 14 at the Detroit 36 with 311 left where they ran a draw play and punted. 
<laughs> down 13 to 10. Tim Boyle was their quarterback, so let's, I, the draw might might be okay. I mean, I suppose they figured they had all three timeouts and a, a two-minute warning. Why not? Cleveland ends the game with seven rushes. Detroit uses all their timeouts and the two-minute warning, then kneel downs, ball game, 13 to 10. That is riveting television. Baltimore, is that who they're playing? Yeah, Baltimore. A little NFC North clash. Remember, Lamar ruled inactive just before the game yesterday. Yeah. He texted uh, he texted Huntley and said, hey, it's yours. Ravens said they'd be shocked if, by the way, if Lamar Jackson did not play this coming week. I'm assuming he's in. Non-COVID-related illness. Let's work on the immune system, Lamar. Huntley, 26 for 36, 219. No touchdowns, one pick, sacked six times, seven carries for 40 yards. Again, after the 49-yard touchdown pass from Dalton to Goodwin on 4th and 11 at the Baltimore 49 with 148 left, making it 13-9. to They took it right down the field. First 10 possessions of the game, Ravens had not scored a touchdown. On their 11th possession, the one after that, six plays, touchdown. Huntley was 3 of 3 for 56 yards on the game-winning drive, the big one. Huntley to Watkins for 29 yards on 3rd and 13 at the Chicago 33 with 33 seconds left. Andrews, 8 for 73, biggest receiver, 38-50 to 21-10 advantage in time of possession. Outgained were the Ravens, 353 to 299. They've won 13 straight versus NFC opponents. They own the NFC. Um, Baltimore by 6. You're a little high. Oh, I thought it was going to be a little low. Uh, it's 4 and 4.5. Four and My power ratings come to 4, but, you know, I mean, I... I really kind of like the four and a half a little better. Let me get your complete thoughts on this after the break. I don't want to interrupt you. I ran you into the wall. (laughs) My apologies. You Jeff Gordon? (laughs) I ran you right in. I had to go through every riveting second half possession of the uh, Cleveland-Detroit game. My apologies. More on that. Our final game Monday night. Coming back. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Ran you into the wall before the break on Cleveland-Baltimore, I guess six, and you were saying you were posting what? Uh, four and a half. Four and a half. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, my numbers come to four. four I'm not crazy about Baltimore. I'm not crazy about Baltimore, but I'm certainly not crazy about the Browns. You know, they can't score. They're going to kill this poor Baker Mayfield. They're going to kill this kid. I know he wants to play. He's got the contract, et cetera, et cetera. He but shouldn't be playing, should he? He should not be playing. Yeah. They're going to kill this poor guy. You know. Jeff Jeff Parlay even said off air that they're better off playing Case Keenum at this point. I think they are. I four and a half. I might play Baltimore there. I kind of like that if it's that, Lamar. That's pretty much what. It, and I think it'll be Lamar. Like I said, the Ravens said they'd be shocked if it wasn't illness, non-COVID related. We got a couple minutes, right? Yeah. Want to read the one tweet from uh, please Asian Lebowski? Asian Lebowski. Nothing like hearing the great people of Andrew Sports being in the book talk about how much they love Christmas. Meanwhile, the grizzled Gentile veteran of 20-plus years of retail despises its very existence. I just want he was We used to laugh at him when he would say it. Not behind his back. We'd just laugh at him. The other thing he hated, hated music. Oh. <laughs> I'm out, I'm out on Warren Nelson. He hated I, music? I, I hate music. And we would just laugh. I mean, you hear people, they hate country music. They hate rock and roll. They hate opera. They hate this. They hate that. He hate It's just a bunch of people making noise, for God's sake. <laughs> just like a that. bunch he of... He got pretty curmudgeonly in his later years. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, had a, I had a guy who cut my hair in San Francisco for years. He didn't like food. <laughs> really? I said, I said, I said, one time I was like, hey, what restaurants do you like around here? He's like, yeah, I don't really, I'm like the kind of guy that doesn't like food. I go, what do you mean? You're in San Francisco, you don't like food? He goes, yeah. If there was just a pill, I would just take that. I was like, okay, dude, 
We're out. Right, we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> we got nothing to talk about. I don't like music. I, um, no, I hate music. And we, we, me and my one buddy used to, we'd go to a lot of concerts together. Hey, I got tickets. To, and I was, I hate music. <laughs> we would just crack up. This also from uh, Asian Lebowski was kind enough to say, uh, nothing like hearing the great people, Gilly Christie, talk about how much they love Christmas. Dr. Randall <laughs> Kosat, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that occur- correct, Kosat, uh, quoting my mother. Gilly, we don't celebrate Christmas, unquote. <laughs> he remembers that story. One of the worst days of childhood when your mom tells you, hey, look, we don't, we don't celebrate this Christmas. You're oh, like, what? Eight days of presents. This is the worst deal I've ever... We never got eight days of anything. Never. Uh, Jerry Andrasi, watching the Cleveland-Detroit game in person, far worse when you, than you just described, Browns-Lions. Far worse than I described. Wow. That's bad. That is bad. Cleveland wins at 13-10. Detroit covers. Monday night. The Seattle Seahawks travel east to take on Gillies Washington football team. Washington wins this game. They're five and six, baby. Oh, the dream is alive. Seattle yesterday, uh, they lose to Arizona. Arizona's on a bye this week. They lose to Colt McCoy and the Cardinals. It's Seattle's worst start since the year 2009. They had five punts and two field goals on their first seven possessions. And Russell Wilson don't look like the Russell Wilson I remember. 14 for 26 for 207. No touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked four times. He's had zero touchdowns in his two games back from injury. Tyler Lockett, four catches for 115, most of that on one big play. 16 first downs total for Seattle. Two of 10 on third down. Zero of one on fourth down. Only 266 total yards. And the Cardinals tried to let them get back in this game. Prater, Matt Prater of all pe- people, missed two field goals, missed a point after touchdown. Time of possession disadvantage for Seattle, 40 minutes and 22 seconds to 1938. What was that stat you showed me uh, yesterday? Jeff sent me this tweet. The only quarterback to win two games in Seattle the last two seasons, Colt McCoy. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I did see that. That's out of control. That's uh, that's including Russell Wilson. Yes. That's including Geno Smith. Yes. That's including everyone. Also, too, Gil, you, uh, I, I just want to throw this in there as well. Uh, the Cardinals fumble luck that you have mentioned a ton this year. 18 lost fumbles, or excuse me, 18 total fumbles. They've only lost three. Heading wow. into the yesterday's game. That included the one they had early in the game. I think about that. So, again, the Niners have really bad fumble luck. Yeah. The Cardinals have sensational fumble luck. Yeah. And then there's Washington. Washington uh, wins again. They beat Carolina on the heels of beating Tampa Bay. Fourth and five at the Carolina 43 with 107 left in the first half. Down 14-7. to seven. Washington decides, you know what, we're going for it. And they convert. And four plays later, touchdown. Heineke to McLaurin in the closing seconds of the first half made it 14-14. to 14. Fourth and three at the Carolina 43. 7.23 left in the fourth quarter after a third and 21 in a 21-21 game. This was the play of the game. Heineke flushed out to the left, looking like he's in trouble. Last second, flips it over. Complete first down. Bates. Was it Bates who caught that ball? Washington goes down. Oh, by the way, subsequent to that, on the same drive, fourth and two at the Carolina 17, 423 left. They decide to kick a 34-yard field goal to go up 24-21. I love it that Ron Rivera was not allergic to a field goal there. Then the Washington defense stopped Carolina on downs. 
They mixed in a field goal. They stopped him on downs again. Ball game, 27-21, Washington football team. Heineke, 16 of 22 for 206. Three touchdowns, no picks, sacked three times. Six carries for 29. Gibson, Antonio, that is, 19 for 95, did lose a fumble. McLaurin, the unstoppable Terry McLaurin, 5 for 103 and a touchdown. Washington by three. <laughs> uh, I made it pick. Um, it's mostly pick. I see one Washington one. Interesting, though, last night this game opened, Seattle the favorite, as high as three and a half. Seattle the favorite. What? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't like your number better, but I do like the pick. I still see. Uh, I still see Seahawks one out there. We saved the best for last. It's my favorite best. pick of the week. By the way, so my wife called. You know, she texted me. She, she wanted to get some uh, late action yesterday. Uh, who do I bet in the Cardinals? Seahawks. You know, she says you know Colt McCoy is going to start. And, and no, I love that Murray. she's into this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said. I said. Listen, this is a way over adjustment. The Cardinals are still have plenty of talent. Colt McCoy's not bad, and Seattle stinks. Yep. And, you know, I think we proved that last night. I, I mean, I think Pickham's okay, and I think that that's I'm going to open pick. But, I'm, you know, if I see this going to Washington 1 in most spots, I'm going to go there because Seattle stinks. Seattle's bad. That's a bad football team. So I think I like Washington, Green Bay, and Baltimore. You know what? I changed my mind before you post that. Uh-oh. Washington won. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Washington won. There you Washington. go, baby. Washington, Washington gonna win that football game. They're gonna go to five and six. Yeah, Seattle's just terrible. They're, you know, and I, there's some dissension I think with Pete Carroll and you know Russell Wilson. I mean, whatever he says, he wants out of there for whatever reason. You know, but uh, now, you know, Russell I, Wilson could become Russell Wilson all of a sudden. My magic, and they could they could win. You know, that's always possible. Well, how long we, have we been doing this show? What, what yeah. have I told you since Russell Wilson's been a rookie? I hate rooting against yeah, this guy because it seems like I have to every week, and he's always beating me. I think he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, absolutely a Hall of Famer, but he's not the same Russell Wilson this year. No, and we said I said many times. I don't know when that day's coming, but whenever he falls off. That franchise is going to drop precipitously, and we're kind of seeing it. So. Obviously, there was an injury involved, so we'll see if he can come back from the injury. But so far, not so good. So for me, Washington, Green Bay, and Baltimore, I think. I like Minnesota and Green Bay. You like Minnesota and Green Bay? Like, yeah. You go Washington. And if you're still in Survivor, <laughs> good Lord. Let's, so let's say you clear Thanksgiving. Let's say you're in Circus Survivor. There's a Thanksgiving quirk. You have to get through Thanksgiving first. But if you get through Thanksgiving, and that'll come down to who do you have left and that sort of thing, it's not so easy. First of all, I could ask you twice. First of all, Thanksgiving, who do you play? If you have everybody left, which no one does. But let's say you did. Would you still play Dallas with the injuries? I think you probably do. I think you almost have to. But then what about Sunday? Who do you play? And that, of course, depends on who you have left, too. That's brutal. Sunday's there's only, brutal. There's only two that you could say, well, it's fairly obvious, and it's not that obvious. It would be uh, New England and uh, Baltimore. I mean, all the rest are essentially – I hate playing road teams in the in the Survivor. I hate playing road teams. Road team got me. Yeah. Whew. Oh, you know what we didn't get to with the Dallas game, which I meant to? How Kansas City got four no calls in their favor. Two intentional groundings, one defensive hold that turned a possible touchdown into a field goal. And then, like, they overcame a pass interference that wasn't called. Buck and Aikman were apoplectic about it in the last drive. 
let's not go crazy about the Chiefs quite yet. We got to run. For Chrissy, for Jeff, guessing lines, enjoy Lombardi Line next at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.